You're listening to a Church Doctor production. Welcome to Kent Hunter's Prescriptions from a Church Doctor, presented by Church Doctor Ministries. Welcome to this podcast, Strengthening Your Church. If you could do just one thing. I'm Kent Hunter, founder of Church Doctor Ministries, and excited to share with you the summary of years of experience in working with churches. But you don't have to be a church expert to know that overall the Christian movement is losing ground. Of course, that is a general statement. There are many churches that are thriving, growing in numbers of people, reaching all ages, providing biblical depth through teaching, equipping constituents to live for Christ in a challenging world, and effectively making disciples among those who were previously unbelievers. However, the majority of churches, as you probably know, churches of all sizes, different affiliations, and in a variety of locations, are declining in membership and at the same time, aging, the medium age of the members is getting older. Of course, there are exceptions where a formerly plateaued or declining church reports attendance and membership growth. However, on closer scrutiny, many of them are pulling members from other area churches. This is often the result of a uniquely gifted leader and the ability to attract exceptional staff. Yet, what seems like growth for those churches reflects loss for other churches who have lost members. So what would you suggest? Not long ago, I was having a roundtable discussion with several leaders of churches that were plateaued or in decline. Clearly, they were passionate about helping their churches become more effective in the mission Jesus gave them and gave to every congregation. That mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ. It's not unusual for pastors and church leaders to search for the silver bullet, the one antidote to fix the declining church. Of course, local churches are a lot more complicated than one simple answer or even one complex answer. If the solution was so simple, those church leaders would have turned their churches around a long time ago. It was then that one of the pastors pressed further. The pastor said, okay, I get it. I understand the issue is complex. There is no simple answer. However, can you and would you be able to share the best place to start? Where should we focus first if we want our church to be more effective 
in reaching those who are far from God. You know, that pastor's question was not hard to answer. Not because I'm so smart, but because I've been where that pastor is. Let me tell you my story. God called me to ministry while I was lying in a hospital, recovering from knee surgery as a result of a football injury. It was my senior year of high school, and my only picture of the future was to play college football. I laid there with a cast from my hip to my ankle with no future plan for my life. In that moment, God finally got my attention. A miracle. My parents, grandparents, and my pastor had prayed for me for a long time. They just prayed I would come back to Jesus. They never dreamed I would want to become a pastor. Nor did I until then. After high school, I began a journey of preparation that lasted more than a decade. Four years of college, three years of seminary, and one year of internship at a church. And when my seminary class graduated, I decided to stay at the seminary for three years of graduate school. It wasn't the Ph.D. degree that lured me. I remained in school because after all those years, I still hadn't learned what God infused in my heart. How do I personally and effectively reach lost people? How do I lead a whole church of people to reach those far from God? far from Jesus? How do I reach those unbelievers who represent the social networks of many of those who regularly attend church? After three and a half years of grad school and the degree, I had taken almost every course the seminary offered. So there I was, with a Bachelor of Arts, a Master's of Divinity, and a Ph.D. in theology, and no clue how to effectively reach those who are far from God. I had run out of educational opportunities, or so I thought. I was placed in an inner-city church in a changing neighborhood. It was an all-Anglo congregation in a community that was about 50% African-American. And the church had declined by 67% the previous 10 years. There were about 450 people still in worship, and I was their only pastor. I preached two worship services every Sunday morning and a different sermon on Wednesday mornings for about 70 retirees. I had almost 50 funerals a year, each year, every year. It was even more clear I wasn't equipped for the challenges that congregation faced. They were great people, 
I was an underprepared preacher. I tried several evangelism programs and stuck with it for two years with dismal results. I tried to get help from my denomination. The state leaders told me, oh, we've already closed 20 churches in Detroit. I called the national headquarters. I was told, do the best you can for as long as you can. We don't really know what works in that situation. As I struggled, I refused to believe God didn't care about that community filled with both black and white people who were far from God. I didn't know what to do. While it was only briefly, I thought maybe I missed my calling in life. Yeah, I was discouraged, frustrated, and mildly depressed. Which means I was receptive. And maybe God had a plan. Then one day, I got a card in the mail. It was sent to pastors throughout Michigan. It explained a training program designed especially for American pastors. The process trained American pastors to be missionaries to their own country, to their own location, in their own church, in their own community. As I looked at the material, I was interested. I got permission from our elders at the church to give me to give it a try. Of course, they were as desperate about the future as I was. As I began this process of education, the teachers were all career missionaries who had served in various parts of the world. They all had degrees in something that was new to me called missiology, the biblical study of missions. The classes were two intensive weeks at a time. Numerous books were assigned for reading in advance before each session. After each session, I was required to write a paper explaining how I would use what I learned in my church. So I went to that school two weeks at a time, three times a year, for, for two and a half years. I learned missiology. I became a missionary. Today, almost 40 years later, that church is a thriving black congregation in an all-black community. What is the missing ingredient for your church? If you're a pastor or a leader in your church and have been trained in missiology, you are already a missionary to your community. However, if you, like me, never had that training, you very well may be frustrated.
about what you'd like to see your church accomplish. After serving a couple of churches, one in Detroit and one in Indiana, God pulled me into a ministry of consulting, writing, and teaching. And in that process, I've had the amazing privilege of training thousands of pastors and church leaders on six continents and helping several thousands of churches in the U.S. through church consultations. In that process, I have worked on a video curriculum for almost 20 years. It's called the Send Movement. That word send in Scripture is based on the Greek and the Latin word for mission. It teaches missiology in a way that everybody can comprehend. Recently, our team at Church Doctor Ministries has finished the third revision of the Send Movement teachings, which are now available online. And basically, the content is Missionary 101. It teaches church staff and congregational members how to be missionaries to their own social networks and their own communities from their own church. You see, mission training is often the missing ingredient for most Christians and many pastors, just like it was for me at one time. God used mission training to change that inner city church in Detroit. It transformed another church I served in rural Indiana. It has helped through the video teachings, many churches throughout the U.S. So, if you could do just one thing, what would it be? It would be to teach the principles of missiology, how to be a missionary to people in your own area. As you might guess, this is not a quick fix. Once you have access to the video teachings, it might be a couple of years for a select group of people to go through them. That first group should include every staff person and most of the members who are influencers in your church, whether they have an official position of leadership or not. Yeah, it's not a quick fix, and it's not a program. It will become part of the lifestyle of those who learn mission principles. Each person who is trained in the SEND movement should be constantly looking for and praying for those in the church they can recruit to use the training videos to grow and also become missionaries. This multiplication movement should continue until Jesus returns. One final note. Once a follower of Jesus becomes a missionary to those in their social network, they are never the same again. It is transformational. Once you have the mission DNA, 
you don't lose it. You multiply it. It is one of the best efforts you can use to strengthen the future of your church. Jesus said it. As the Father sent me, I send you. What does that mean to you? And what are you going to do about it? Bottom line, sooner or later, Christians must realize we live on a mission field. Every Christian is called to be a missionary by God's design. We all need to be trained in the biblical disciplines of missiology. And you know what? God will do the rest. You have been listening to Kent Hunter's Prescriptions from a Church Doctor, presented by Church Doctor Ministries. If you've liked this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to hear future episodes. Check out Kent Hunter's new book, Restoring Civility, Lessons from the Master, available at Amazon.com.